Hello, everyone, and welcome to HB Critical, a podcast where me and my friends talk about all things gaming. I'm your host with the most, Brandon of the Golden Deers. And today, I'm joined by the handsome Jarrell of the Black Eagles. Hey! And the lovely Christy of the Blue Lions. Hi! So today, if you guys couldn't tell from those introductions, we are here to talk about Fire Emblem Three Houses. The game has been out for about two weeks now is the time of this recording. So we thought we'd, you know, have a sit down, talk about, you know, just some general things, how we're enjoying the game, all that good stuff. So small disclaimer before we really start getting started with everything. Um, we are not going to dive into any major story spoilers for this podcast if you are not like completely caught up with the game because that's understandable. We are going to do into like some minor stuff, nothing like breaking. So just wanted to let that let you guys know that up front. And also, as far as this podcast is concerned, we're going to be referencing a lot of stuff from an article that Christy actually published not too long ago about should you play Fire Emblem Three Houses. So if you haven't check that article out already i highly recommend you do so it is on our website hp critical but today for talking purposes we're going to touch on a little bit of what she discussed in that article but we're also going to talk on a lot of stuff that you know we want to talk about like specifically the houses because as you heard all three of us are representatives of our respective house and we're going to go in depth about how we feel about being part of the houses but before we get into that general impressions you know You've, you, we've had time with the game, you know, a little time to, like, get a feel for the gameplay, story, music, all that good stuff. Without going into any specifics, how do you guys feel about the game, uh, starting with Jarrell? Oi! Um, so, uh, <laughs> this year, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 was my game of the year, um, as the <laughs> game that I played this year that was the best game. Um, it has now been replaced by <laughs> Fire Emblem Three Houses. It is 100% Ooh. my game of the year so far. Nice! I... I love so many aspects of it. I, I love the gameplay. I love that Koei Tecmo is involved. I love the way it looks now. I love the way the battles look. The music is amazing. Like, overall, I just, I've already spent 50 plus hours on this game, and I still am at work thinking about coming home playing it. Um, so I think that says a lot about the game as a whole. Uh, I think it's it has some of the best characters ever written uh, in a video game this year. I'm not going to say f- like ever, but this year, yeah. um, just in general, talking to the support conversations have been just just astounding. Getting to know the students in my class. Um, yeah, I, I have I have literally nothing negative to say about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Like I, I the only negative actually I have one. And the only negative is that sometimes backgrounds look really ugly, um, and that's the biggest complaint I have about this game. Which <laughs> having spent fifty hours with it, and the only complaint that I have is backgrounds are ugly. That means it's fucking great. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Especially coming from Jarrell. Right? Because exactly. I always have a Coming from Jarrell, that's amazing. Yeah. So if you guys haven't picked it up yet, you probably should because it has a Jarrell stamp of approval. It really does. Um, it really does. I, I could go on, but I'm going to stop there. Okay. Christy, general impressions. Shoot. Um, I mean – Jarell kind of covered everything for the most part. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 was my game of the year for this year, but that has been replaced with Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, it This is actually one of the few games that after I finished it, I immediately went back and started a new game. Just And I clocked in at 74 hours. Oh my goodness. So for me, so for me to be able to finish the game in 74 hours and then the next day 
start a new game just to replay it, that speaks volumes because I haven't even done that with Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, I keep telling myself, right? saying, hey, I'm going to go jump in and mm-hmm. replay Kingdom Hearts 3 for fun. Nope. Nope. But yeah, overall, Jarell just kind of covered everything that I was planning <laughs> to say about the game. And also the fact that I really just don't like Lorenz. But oh my God, because he sucks. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get on Lorenz's hate train later. He, he will not escape from us. Yeah. So yeah, my general impressions of the game, uh, real quick before we go to the next topic. <laughs> it's funny that you both said it. Because I was also kind of gonna gonna touch on a bit that Kingdom Hearts three was kind of like my game of the year because I mean all three of us are big Kingdom Hearts three fans. We had a podcast, yes, two of them in fact, <laughs> yeah. dedicated to Kingdom Hearts three. So we are some big Kingdom Hearts uh, marks in this thing. But you know, and that game we lo- we all loved it. Obviously, it was our game of the year up until this point. Uh, but we had some problems with it. But the fact that we're here now talking such good things about fireman three houses and we can barely find any flaws in this game it really does speak volumes like fire emblem games have come and went we did a podcast not too long ago about the fire emblem series and that series has definitely had its ups and downs some titles that some people really loved and some people titles that really people did, did not like but three houses has been managing to really it's been really it's taking what's worked in the past and building something new out of it into something that I think is just absolutely spectacular. You know, it's a nice mix of old and new, and there's a lot of new here, but we're going to get into that specifics now. That is a perfect segue, in fact, into the next thing I want to talk about, the gameplay. So, you know, this game, ha- again, it's a Fire Emblem game. There's a lot of familiarity there for those who have played this series. There's also a lot of new stuff, and not just with the game, the core gameplay itself, which, you know, is a strategy RPG, but out of the battles as well, there's a lot of new stuff. So, Jarrell, I'll let you start off. What have you What have you enjoyed personally about the gameplay of Fire Emblem Three Houses? Um, so, Fire Emblem <clears throat> can end up being a little long, um, mm-hmm. and like uh, that is not really a complaint that I have about the game because I have spent fifty hours in it, and it literally took me fifty hours to get to the time skip. So I know that like that's that's basically an entire like game <laughs> for other games. Yeah, like most games, I, yeah, that's, that's that's the the entire campaign for another game. Um, and I'm just getting to part two. Um, so gameplay wise, I think it is long, but I think that the game does a very good job at ensuring that all that time is spent making sure that you get the most out of it. Mm-hmm. I guess, so I was having a conversation with Grayson earlier um, about Three Houses. I don't know if you guys uh, saw it, but... Oh, yeah, I saw it. Oh, I saw it. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm, excited. I'm, excited I'm, I'm excited to hear this. what you're about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think that this game has so many components that build up together to make it like the perfect mix of... A Fire Emblem title. And I think you have to really indulge in every part of it to get everything out of it that you should get out of it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that the game is just so special um, with the way... I, my favorite part of the game actually is uh, support conversations. Yep. Even more so than battles. I, I love the battles. I love what they've done with the uh, battle system. I love that we can actually zoom in and like go, you know, third person right behind your character and like run around the field, look at things. I love that we can zoom all the way out. Um, 
I love the strategic elements that are created in battles. I love that you can speed battles up because um, at first I, I used to watch every battle uh, 50 hours in. Uh, sometimes when I'm healing somebody, I might just, you know, skip the animation. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that that option is there because it didn't have to be there. Um, there are times where I play games and I'm literally stuck, you know, watching every single animation. So those little quality of life things add up um, to make a big difference when you're playing a game for, you know, 100 plus hours. But yeah, my favorite part about the game is definitely support conversations. I think that the game is a full package. And if you're missing any parts of it, like if you're missing the gameplay, if you're not doing the battles, if you're not exploring, if you're not doing support conversations, you will not get the full Fire Emblem experience. I think that's very important. Uh, I don't want to go on too much, so (laughs) I will end this by saying, yes, support conversations are my favorite part, like I said before. And I think it's mostly because character development in this game is astounding. They've done such a great job with dealing with so many different issues um, in the game. I'll bring up quickly, like, uh, Bernadetta in the Black Eagle's house um, is a great example. Uh, So is... um, Dorothea. The two of them, when you get to know them, like at first, uh, Bernadette is just, you literally have to talk to her through a door. <laughs> like she does not come out of her room. She doesn't speak to you at all. Uh, she's very nervous. She thinks that everyone's out to get her. And the more you talk to her, the more you understand why she is the way she is. And her backstory is pretty dark, actually. Um, and then Dorothea as well. She's another one who, she seems very vain on the surface. Like, she is, uh, without being too spoilery, you know, she's not a noble. So she's come yes. to the Garrick Mock Monastery as, you know, one of the non-nobles in the Black Eagle's house. Um, she doesn't really have a name from her, for herself outside of being a part of the opera company. And you kind of learn what she went through to get there. And she seems a little vain because in the beginning she's very much like, oh, I'm going to be here and marry for money and marry for for a title, uh, marry a guy with a crest, but then you understand what she went through. And then you also understand that uh, other students are connected to um, her in a, in very specific ways based on what she's gone through. And there's even Ferdinand, who I actually thought was really annoying in the beginning, because literally his speech animation, every time he is ready to attack, he says, I am Ferdinand von Eyer. Like, he literally says his own, his own name. So he he's gets very, better. He's, <laughs> like he's getting better. He's very vain. Oh, go ahead. Me because I'm so scared. <laughs> so it's, I can't deal with Lorenz at all. Oh and no! The Golden <laughs> so like Ferdinand, he was very vain and very much like I am a noble. And then the more he talks to people, the more you get to know him. Uh, there was one point I was like, oh my god, like he is not as bad as I thought in the beginning. He's actually a pretty decent guy. Same thing with okay. Hubert. Hubert wants to kill everybody, and you know what? <laughs> I, I like Hubert. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, you know what, Hubert? We need Huberts in the world, you know? Hubert um, Hubert loves his coffee, and so he's a man close to all, all our hearts. Hubert literally loves death. I think that's his favorite thing <laughs> of all time. He, is, he has tried to assassinate Byleth, uh, me, like, a couple of times already. Wait, he's, wait, what? He's <laughs> literally what? threatened to kill me multiple times if I do anything bad to Edelgard. He has told me before, I will, I will assassinate you. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. All right. <laughs> I will behave. Uh, and then, you know, Linhart is just my sweetie who just wants to sleep all the time. But he has, and though he hasn't really developed like others, he is like kind of my, my comic relief guy. Um, every time that someone talks to him, I literally laugh out loud. The writing for him is just hilarious. Uh, and, and Petra being, um, oh my God, what is it called? Vassal. She's a vassal. Uh, she's from, um, oh shit, is that the right word? Whatever. She's from Bridget. Uh, she's, isn't she more retainer. like... 
retainer. Yeah, or like a political hostage in a sense. Yes, that's that's the definition of the word that I can't remember. Yes. <laughs> um, so her her situation is very unique. So seeing her coming from a, a smaller island, the smaller island of Bridget, and learning the language, and then having to deal with um, everyone here, and just relations between her her land and getting to know people. I was also very interested in getting Felix. So I recruited Felix and I also I recruited Marianne. Felix. I, I love Felix too. Uh, I also recruited Marianne and she's another one who um, her A rank support like completely shocked me to the point that I, I have cried playing this game, by the way. Let oh. me just go. Oh, ahead no, and say I have to. I, I have to. I literally stream tears uh, playing this game. And Marianne uh, and Bernadetta are two of the characters who actually made me cry. And some of the stuff that they've gone through in their personal lives has, um, I think, is dealt with in a very decent way within a game. Because the. Like, the more you get to know them, the more you talk to them, you find out, like, what's actually happened to them, why they are the way they are, and then you get to, after the time skip, see how they've evolved from that. Um, so, like, for even Sylvain, I also got Sylvain. Um, he is just, you know, a ladies' man through and through. But then when you talk to him, you realize, you know, it's not it's not because of, it's it's more to do with the situation that he's in. And then him just, you know, chasing skirts and stuff. So, yeah, support conversations are probably my favorite part about the gameplay, honestly. Like, uh, um, and they're they're not too hard to get either, which is another no, not, not gripe that I have with video games. One of the things I hated about The Last of Us was the fact that I missed so many um, conversations between Ellie and Joel because they were just like you had to stand in a specific area to hear blah 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 bullshit. I hate that in video games. Oh man, there's one there, there's one conversation between Joel and Ellie is like the, Joel and Ellie is like the most elusive one. You have to be with them specifically looking up to the left at one specific spot to get this conversation. I'm like, how was I supposed to know that was there? Exactly. That's up. I, I literally Who hate that. Who looks up the games? I dude. hate that shit. I want to get everything in my face in video games, um, especially when it has to do with character development, because that's why I play games. So uh, the fact that it's it's easy to get in this game um, and it's easy to connect with them and it's just so well written. Like These characters are just amazing. That's probably my favorite part of the gameplay. But everything is good for gameplay and I talk too much so I'm done <laughs> you're good Christy what's your um, thoughts about like the uh, gameplay of Three Houses uh, besides the fact that Gerald kind of summed up everything that I was going to say oh my god I'm sorry <laughs> but um, and but besides that I do like the fact that there is a school system now Mm-hmm. And on previous Fire Emblem games, that you were basically thrown from battle to battle to battle to the point that you didn't have time just to roam around and explore or anything. Like, Three Houses is the first game that you're able just to kind of roam around and explore and, in a way, interact or, like, have a personal interaction with the characters. I know with Fates, they have the My Castle thing that you can, like, roam around and whatnot, but it's not the same. It was not not the same same at all. Yeah. Three Houses is kind of... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but, like, Three Houses Monastery very much feels like... It feels like a marriage between the My Castle from Fates... And also, like, from Persona is what I feel like. Yes, yes, but I was going to say specifically is like um, specifically like in uh, Shadows of Valencia where you could free roam in those dungeons. In the dungeons, yes. Yeah. But continue. But yeah, I like that just because it feels more personalized and also it feels like 
I'm actually doing something. I can take hours just fishing for fish, so that way I can have dinner with any students or a teacher, so that way I can uh, build up my support. Not only that, but what is what I really like that has changed is the fact that I can. All my units, they don't have essentially a predetermined class. Oh, I can yes. reclass them. I can build my own team to however I like. I know with um, some characters like Annette, she kind of gravitates more towards magic. But if I wanted to, I can just make her into a soldier and make her into a cavalier instead. I like the fact I can personalize my experience and also personalize my team. So that way it's a different game every single time I play it. That's a good point. Um, what else is there? I know Jarrell, he spoke tons about the character development. I know. Felix, I thought I would hate Felix. I thought I would hate Felix and Sylvain, but I love them as just their support. It's I won't wholesome. lie. Felix is a little asshole um, <laughs> to, to Dimitri, but I love him. No, Felix is a jerk to poor Ingrid. Ingrid just Aww. wants to be friends with him. What does he tell her to do? Go find a husband. Damn. Felix! 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 How dare you? <laughs> Ingrid just wants to be friends. <laughs> How dare you? But to also, to, to I would also like to just quickly say that I, I also do think um, having the options to explore or battle or rest or seminars, I, I, I think that um, is also a really great part of this game um, because I am able to determine when I feel like actually going to do a battle because I am playing it on uh, hard classic mode. So uh, because... I am not the best at strategy RPGs. I sometimes have to do battles more than once to beat them. Also, because I don't want any of my characters to die, I will reset battles at times. Um, so I do like being able to do, you know, have downtime to explore throughout the month, uh, shop, get to know my uh, characters, etc. And then when I'm ready for battle, I can actually, you know, wait until the weekend and do a battle. I, I have that that break, and I think that break is very important um, as opposed to just, like, mono the monotony of, like, continuous battles over and over. Exactly. So I think that was actually oh, yeah. a really great point that you brought up. Absolutely. And then going back to what Jarrell mentioned about how he had to reset some battles, I love the fact that um, when the mechanic was first introduced in Echoes with Mila's Turnwheel, that they brought it back in Three Houses as the Divine Poles, where if you messed up on a move, you can easily just, um, what was it, press the ZL button. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you can, you can be like, hey, I messed up on this turn. This is what I did, and you can jump back as far back as you would like. Yes, Divine really Pulse like is that. my best friend. Oh my god. It is my best friend. I know some people, they're not fans of it, because supposedly I've read it, it made the game easier. But I personally love it, because I remember back when I started playing um, the first Fire Emblem game on the GBA, I would mess up on a map. And I would be so pissed because I had to soft reset and yeah. I wasted two hours. Yep. <laughs> two hours. And I mean, the good thing is it's optional. So mm -hmm. if you don't yeah, want to use Divine Pulse, let me tell you, my first playthrough, Linhart died and he's the healer of the Black Eagles. And I was like, oh my God, I killed my healer. What am I going to do? I completely forgot that uh, Divine Pulse was even there. So I didn't even use it. And then when I mentioned it, you guys were like, did you Divine Pulse? I was like, fuck. 
That is a thing. <laughs> so I did have to redo it. But that's the good thing. If you don't like it, if you think it makes it easier, don't divine pulse. Kill your Linhart. Exactly. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. You can recruit other characters. It's a-okay. <laughs> no. No, it's not. But no, I really do love the divine pulse. I do love the fact that um, they took whatever worked in the previous games and kind of melded to how they thought it would fit into three houses. I know with Fates, they tried and they experimented with having three different routes and it worked and it kind of did it at the same time. And so they saw that, well, yeah, people, they did like being able to kind of choose their own path. And so then they worked it in a way for three houses. I think my only complaint with three houses after finishing the blue line route and then going back and playing the golden deer, I do wish that the missions when you select the house at the very beginning were slightly different. That just kind of, it's my only one thing. But other than that, it's, I honestly love the game. It's my favorite. It's, I think it's my favorite Fire Emblem game. (laughs) I also like um, gameplay wise. And this is the last thing I keep, I keep thinking of things that I like about this game's gameplay. Um, That's great. That's good. The, the user interface when you're fighting, I think is really easy to read. Um, I like, I love little Mm -hmm. quality of life things. Like when an enemy has um, the little green bag. So, you know, they have a loot that you can get. You can actually go look at it and see what it is. Um, um, I love being able to uh, look at the stats of everyone and everything especially when you're you're doing such a strategic movements um especially for someone like me on hard mode who kind of is not the best um it just makes such a big difference and it looks oh, good it the ui looks so good the, the floating um user interface when you're when you're about to attack someone um the little lines pointing out from who's gonna mm-hmm. hit you like all of those things accumulate to to create a, a really fun strategy experience my only pet peeve, I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> now that you brought up the user interface, my only pet peeve is the item. I wish there was a way to like just automatically sort through all your items. Mm. That's my only pet peeve. I just want an automated sort feature. Yeah, so my general impressions of like the um, gameplay. So full disclosure for all of our listeners, um, this year I actually first experienced Persona 5 for the first time. I was, you know, it was on it was on sale. Persona hype was at an all time high. It felt like the right time. But the reason why I bring up Persona Five now is because this was touched on by by, by you two already. But yeah, there's some like nice additions that are very Persona like. You know, you can get online statistics. What did everyone else do that day? Who was the most popular people that got recruited? What did they, how did they spend their time? Stuff like that that I really appreciate. But beside the online statistics. Just your general flow of how you do. You have a certain amount of free time, so you have to use time management. Now, for some people, that could be very stressful. But the good thing is, unlike Persona, where your time management was more or less locked, with a few exceptions, you have the option to get that increased if you um, increase your professor level. You know, you do activities like instruct your students or um, do attend seminars, fish garden you have so many different things that you can do to increase that level and that gives you more time and that's a really good feeling because when you start feeling in the beginning when you can barely do anything and then that just keeps going up and then you have more time to do stuff it's an amazing feeling and it's great that they kept this 
they, you know, the fighting games have always been a progression. As all RPGs are, you have you start off very small, barely able to do a thing, and then you keep getting stronger and gain access to more abilities to take down stronger enemies. And I love that that got translated into the non-battle gameplay as well. That even going around exploring this monastery, you felt you were getting better just by doing non-battle things, like mm-hmm. enjoying a ni- like enjoying a nice meal with your um, students or f- fellow faculty training or just do it just spending the, the time it gives it a very nice life sim vibe in addition to fire emblem and i think that's one of the things that i think people are really going to i know something that i really love about it that it's more to just the gameplay if you if you if any of you had listened to our um fire emblem discussion where we were teaching Jarrell about the series we kind of bashed shadow dragon pretty hard because that game was pretty much just a fire emblem gameplay raw no character development was almost non-existent the story was very bare bones you it's have recruiting too many characters that you don't even care about it's more it was more of a defense mechanism that oh no i lost too many units but we're gonna get so many more units so you don't even need to worry whereas this game you really care about your students because you know you get a bunch of them beginning but they're finite you don't have like it doesn't seem infinite like shadow dragon like you want and, and besides the fact that they're not just units either you care about their students whatever I house you know them Exactly, exactly. And Jarrell mentioned that too with the supports. That you know, you get to know these characters. The higher you get with a support with somebody, the less you're gonna want them to die. And it's a good thing that Divine Pulse is a thing, because not all of us are most technically inclined. I mean, I'm playing this game on normal casual. I'm a filthy casual, but I still use a divine pulse because I want them to get experience, I want them to get strong if like they were to get knocked out or whatever. But um yeah, I love that this game is just an evolution of what Fire Emblem is, along with some new things, too. And I think Koei Tecmo um, getting involved with the development, I think, really helps with that. It's nice to have a fresh set of eyes on your project, because sometimes it gives you new things. Now, sometimes it can <laughs> make some bad changes. Um, it, I could could go, it could backfire. It could backfire. But I'm happy to see that this time everything went really well. I think they really helped out with the end animation obviously there's some places where it looks a little clunky but it's not a major complaint the game itself looks really looks pretty looks um pretty good the ui is amazing i'm a big sucker for good ui especially after persona uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> no one can ever top the persona ui no, yeah, no, 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 nothing, nothing ever nope nope yeah my, my expectations are in a way that i'm never going to expect persona ui but i am going to expect you guys to try i'm going to expect you guys to like try to do some ui um, so the fact that this game, you know, tries and has a pretty good UI that I enjoy, it's good. I like it. I like that the menus look nice. I like that the UI looks nice. I like, you know, you mentioned it, the red lines, so you know which character is getting attacked. You have a quick access to all your stuff. And a game really eases you into these all these mechanics they're introducing as well. You don't just get combat arts, gambits, attack all in the beginning. No, 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 no. They'll teach you that little by little so you know what you're doing so you get to this point and then you feel like a god by the end because you have all these um, abilities by your disposal and that's your, that's, a, that's a mark of a good RPG. That's something that doesn't overwhelm you with decisions. And even then, um, in Echoes, for the combat arts, they realized that people were abusing them so then now they, they've they now linked the combat arts to your weapon durability to the point that you're like, oh, oh, well, it costs this much of my weapon in order to use this, so I can't use it as much. I can't abuse it. And it's the same thing with battalions. To, to yeah. add to that, um, to add to the combat arts conversation, because obviously I don't, I'm, I'm not like a big Fire Emblem previous player. Um, sure. I sure. hate in-games weapon durability. 
I it's one of the things that I hated about Breath of the Wild. I I unless it like has a use, I think that weapon durability is stupid. Um, <laughs> three houses it. is actually I think one of the better ways to do weapon durability with combat arts. Like I actually yep. do not complain about it. I think it's a, a great way to utilize weapon durability because I know that I'm going to get a more powerful attack out of what I'm doing. So it's not just like oh yeah, I'm gonna lose this weapon if I use it five more times. It's like all right, if I you know make a negative five to that durability i can possibly you know um up my crit up my damage um the the enemy will have less uh hit towards me like i think that if you're gonna do weapon durability it has to have a purpose and combat arts tied to weapon durability is a great way to utilize that feature so praise to three houses for doing combat arts in their weapon durability, as opposed to just, you can only use this weapon like 10 times and now you got to go get resources to repair it. Cause that's just stupid. Uh, so I really, really appreciate that. And one more little thing about support conversations and characters. I know that I said that this is a very long game because mm-hmm. it is, but I, I was talking to a friend this morning and one of the things that I think is so important about the game being so long is that, like I said, I was 50 hours in before I got to the time skip. And that was 50 hours of talking to, getting to know, having tea time, having conversations, giving gifts, um, and Mm -hmm. learning about not only my students, but students from every house. Because you get to interact with all of the students. What is that? uh, 21 students, um, not including Mm -hmm. the leaders, I think. Right. Yeah. And so right. every time that I explore, I talk to every single one of them. Yep. Same here. Every Same single here. time. So that's 50 hours that I've spent with these students. So, uh, and the reason I think that is so important and so impactful is because once you get to time skip and you know that these houses are going to be against each other, the moment that you are facing off against someone that you've had tea time with, someone who you have support oh. conversations with, someone whose dreams and aspirations you know, that is such an, a, a horrible, impactful moment that if you skip that, you won't get what this game is about. Exactly. Um, and, mm-hmm. I, I, and that's why I am not upset about the time that I've spent, because it, it becomes such a horrible decision that you have to make um, based on the plot when, you know, you're facing this student. Um, like, uh, as an example, I love Hilda. Um, you cannot necessarily recruit Hilda on the Black Eagles. Um, depending on, like, situations, you can't really recruit her. Um, and there was a situation where, this might be slight spoilers, but there was a situation where I had to go up against Hilda, and I was like, I sang at church with you. <laughs> like, I had oh. tea time with you, and we 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 had conversations. Like, I know. You, I, I don't I want know. to do this. <laughs> like, I know. It sucks so much. But it really brought emotion out of me um, doing that. Or, like, you know, everyone in, in Claude's house is just so sweet. And so is everyone in in Dimitri's house. So, like, who wants to fight Mercedes? Mercedes? She's like, come on. Like, leave that woman alone. Like, she's she, just she's, the sweetest She just wants to world. be everyone's big sister. Exactly. And, and, and going back with what Gerald said about character interactions with Felix, and Mercedes, I got their support conversation. And Mercedes, she said, she tells Felix outright, she's like, 
I see you as my younger brother because like he displays the quality, the qualities that her younger brother displayed oh before God. she had to leave. You see? And so she tries to babies him and he hates it. And so he <laughs> like, he does everything in his power. And then after that, she's like, okay, fine. I'll just leave you. It's, it's, it's okay. But you're like, oh. and like going back with what Jarrell said, minor spoilers, but in the blue lion route, you have to um, kill the enemy command, the, enemy commander yeah and so one of the commander in the map is ferdinand oh Oh my god you killed my ferdy why but the character but but the thing is that 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 makes me just love these characters and just like i just want to recruit everybody and like all my other playthroughs now it's because after you kill ferdinand and then you run up to dorothea and you talk to her after the battle in the next explore time she's like i can't we guys we 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 just killed ferdy i i yeah but we we killed ferdy like She's so heartbroken about it. And you're just like, I just, uh, the game. Yeah. Sounding. Oh my God. And that's why I think it's so important um, that you do spend that time. That's why I'm not complaining about the fact that it took me 50 hours to get to the halfway point of this game, because those hours accumulate and they make a difference um, when you get to certain points. I actually used, speaking of divine pulse, and this is the last thing I'll say, because I know that I keep going on, um, but I actually used divine pulse because I was in a, in a in a battle, and um, there were two characters from um, a different house, and they were not commanders. And I fought them, and they died. And when they died, like their their last sayings to their their house leader, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I felt so bad that I actually rewound the entire battle, redid it, so that I didn't have to kill those characters because you know I I know them and I've gotten to know them over the fifty plus hours that I've spent." with them um and i i lost all the experience i ended the battle super quick um it changed the way that i played the game and that's why i think it's so important and and the fact that the character conversations and interactions can change the way that i'm actually playing this game makes such a big difference like instead and i'm always trying to level people up because my healers are always uh under leveled or um my recruited characters are sometimes under leveled i literally went back redid the whole battle it changed my gameplay for that entire battle because of the characters. And I think that is uh, so important that it needed to be said. But that's it. I'm done with gameplay. All right. Sounds good. So um, I feel like we've kind of, um, we, in our talks, we kind of talked a little bit, touched a little bit on the story uh, as, with our talks. So what I think I'm going to do is for this last thing that I'm going to ask the two of you, we're going to kind of get into now, I think, the houses specifically the two of you have already mentioned like a bunch of the people that are in your house how you feel about them people you've wanted to recruit supports and all that good stuff at this time you guys can if you guys have any other like thoughts about like um recruits supports and how you feel like the story oh and i especially what would love to hear about how i'm not personally post time skip yet so i can't speak on to this last point but i'd love to hear if like for any of your um students if they had any like significant changes like after the um, time skip that is notable to you. So Jarrell, take it away. What you got for me? Um, I love, I love, okay. So I think that uh, Edelgard has a bad rap. First of all, I will start by saying that all Edelgard haters are wrong. She's actually fucking wonderful. <laughs> she's got such a great spirit and such a great soul. And she's just such a 
beautiful person who just only wants the best for everyone. So I know that in the Blue Lions root, um, Dimitri kind of just hates her because he's a little bitch. Uh, no offense. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> I'm don't sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, um, just getting here, to know I was, her. I was just being neutral to Edelgard. Take that back, Jarrell. You know what? I will take it back. I'm sorry, Dimitri. You're not a little bitch. I guess. <laughs> um, uh, just, I, I love Edelgard. Um, I think uh, some characters that stood out to me, I kind of already, I, I was trying to mention them. But I ended up mentioning everyone um, <laughs> last time. Um, so like, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but is there any, like um, you mentioned, you mentioned a few of your recruits. Did you recruit like any like um, faculty members? Did any of them catch your eye or like even non-faculty? Like, is Catherine faculty like like Catherine or Shamir like they're are they faculty or like how would you describe they're, them? They're they're more like knights. I've recruited both in my playthrough, but I didn't use them. So okay. I I wanted to for my playthrough to be like a strictly blue lion playthrough, but yeah. it kind of failed. But at the same yeah. time, it kind of worked, but I kind of failed. So okay, okay then in that case, yeah, I'll just describe them as non students. So Jarrell, did you recruit any non students besides the one? Uh, yeah. Well, um, I, at first I was I was just going to do a Black Lions uh, playthrough. Um, but then I was like, no. Black Lions. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I did it! <laughs> Black Eagles. <laughs> I'm going to do a Black Eagles playthrough because um, Bernadetta was getting on my nerves in the beginning, and so is Caspar. So I was like, ill. I'm going to replace them. And then I ended up getting Felix and Marianne and Sylvain, and those were the only people that I recruited on my playthrough. So I did not get any of the teachers, any of the soldiers, no one. Uh, okay. Which, by the way post time skip totally regret i was like oh my god i really wish that i recruited way more people so i'm pretty much working with uh black eagles felix marianne and sylvain okay no like no any and no one else such a i i regret it 100 percent. i love my class but i miss a lot of things uh no spoilers but i I wish i had more people cool cool all right you're making me worried (laughs) Oh boy. So Christy, so I want to hear from you. So if there's any other characters in your class that you will stick the blue lines for now, cause I know you're just starting golden deer for the most part. I mean, you know, if you want to talk a little bit about your golden deer playthrough, you should, you super can. But yeah, but, I had no regrets killing him on my blue lion playthrough. No regrets whatsoever. Oh Anyways. <laughs> so, as far, so as far as, so as far as, so as far as your, um, as far as like your, your um, students, um, how do you feel about them? Support wise, pre time skip, post time skip. Um, did you recruit anyone outside of the house? Um, non student or student alike? Go on. What you got? So let me see. So for my blue line playthrough, I recruited. I decided to recruit Dorothy to. Cannot talk today. My goodness. I recruited Dorothea because I wanted her to be my dancer, and then I also recruited Hilda. On top of that, I recruited Cy. Um, Cyril, is that how you say it? Cyril. Cyril. Yep. I recruited Cyril, Shamir, and Catherine. And a minor spoiler, but you do get Gilbert if you go oh. through the Blue Lion without recruiting him or anything. He just oh, pops really? up. Oh, yes. wow. That's so cool. Yes. So that's a minor spoiler. But in the end, I, I think I mostly used just my Blue Lion kids and plus dorothea i i think i also recruited flame as well too 
Ooh. And so she kind of worked as my healer. I had Flane for a little bit, and then, you know, things happen. Things no happen. Spoilers. Oh, <laughs> and then I no longer had Flane. Chapter six has never happened. But, but yeah, I had Flane as my healer. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Flane. You don't want to talk about her? No. <laughs> but yeah, she wasn't really that great as a healer overall, I think. Oof. In the end, Annette and Mercedes, they became my healers Bro, along with Dorothy from time to time. Mercedes is the best healer. I'm I'm thinking about recruiting her for my Golden Deer playthrough because Marianne and uh, Lysithia, they just, I just, they, they don't. <laughs> you <laughs> know, something else that I think them. is really interesting uh, gameplay wise is the crests because they uh, oh, make yeah. such a big deal with the plot, but they actually have a gameplay purpose. Yeah. Um, so it's really interesting So um, to, to you know, have Felix and Ferdinand who have crests. Felix, I swear, he crests like nine times out of ten, like every freaking time. <laughs> He's always cresting. Um, and then, like, I have characters like Dorothea who don't have crests at all, and yet, you know, I'm still using them just because I like the characters. So, um, for people that go out to, you know, min-max and try to get the best character, the best class, um, it's very interesting that the game has integrated integrated crests in a way that it actually has a purpose gameplay-wise. But, yeah, sorry. Continue. Characters. No, you're fine. Um, I think some characters pre and post time skip that caught my eye. I think Dorothea, like I know from my gameplay, like pre time skip, she was more happier and whatnot. But then post time skip, she's just very it's she's more mellow and more somber. And Ooh. you're like, what happened? Oh, my God. I just want to <laughs> hug you. You know, so like since you have her, I know that, you know, and a pre time skip, all of her conversations um, in battle are just like, yeah, I can do this. Let's go. And then post time skip, it's like, are we going to how many more people have to die? How like, many? The, I, exactly. And, and it's 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 oh, such a difference. Like just hearing that in battle is another thing that I think the, the game does so well, because like, you know, sure, when you're talking to them, you you hear it mm-hmm. but like when you're because you battle so much um hearing their personality change and their voice inflections it just makes such a difference um especially oh and really quick um we didn't mention it but voice acting english voice acting in this game is for phenomenal. every single it's, it's phenomenal and for every so line, good so good and a lot of them are like, per- from persona 5 thing- and i love persona 5 so i'm also happy yeah 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 but no, if there's one thing that like they brought over from Echoes that I just absolutely love, and if they just couldn't bring back like re- like reverting the time, just having a fully voiced game, it does so. There's just so much more depth to yeah. every mm-hmm. single scene. Oh yeah, you're like ah, this is what it feels like. Um, but yeah, no, um, I know with what Drill going off what Drill was saying about their battle quotes because I played the blue lion route and um when you what was it whenever you move Dimitri or whenever you use in battle just seeing like before and after was just very jarring to some extent I know like pre-time skip he's a bit happier he's trying to keep all his he's trying to basically keep his ptsd depression everything in check his mental illness in check but like after the time skip and after everything happens um for the first few chapters that whenever you do use 
Dimitri and you do like make him battle another enemy, whenever you move him, he says, I guess I'll oblige, whatever. And after he, after he snaps out of it, it's like he's kind of back to his old self. And it's it's just a nice addition to the game yeah like uh, bernadetta is a little bit of the same way i don't know if you guys have ever interacted with her but like i said you have to literally interact with her through the door because she's just so scared of everything yep. oh yeah um oh yeah she is not that way post time skip i mean she still has a little you know a few she issues isn't? um she still has a few issues but uh, she definitely has more confidence post time oh wow skip. so um That's that amazing. yeah it's very nice to um and even Ferdinand, he's he's still stuck up, but he's not as bad as he was. <laughs> so and it's the I, same thing with Felix. Felix, he was like pre time skip. He like hates Dimitri, but like post time skip, he's like, I can't believe this. You're still alive, but at the same time, you're better off dead until like Dimitri snaps out of it. Then after that, it's like it's kind of back. But not the same. It's so interesting because I have Felix and um, he is like, yeah, let's get that board king out of here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, so it's so interesting to hear that, you know, um, if you keep him over there, he's a little nicer because on my he, side, he he's just like, yeah, no, I think I chose the right route. And I'm like, you did, buddy. Come, come <laughs> to the Black Eagles. Well, we in the Blue Lion route with Felix, um, he... He just gets annoyed with Dimitri for the most part. And he's like, well, you're better off dead in the end. We shouldn't have you. You should have just been dead because God. at the state you're in, <laughs> it's like, what what will you do? You're just going to run everybody to their death. And then after he snaps out of it, Felix is like, instead of calling him like the boar, like his nicknames for Dimitri, he's like, OK, Dimitri. And you're like, oh, oh he's actually calling him by name. Progress. I know. And and like. I honestly, my favorite support from the entire game is like Dorothy and Felix. Like their their A support is more like, you know how at the end of Mulan, it's like, oh well, well you fight well, and that's basically Felix with Dorothea. Yeah. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm getting A ranks now, and yeah, um, some of them are just really just heartwarming. I, I, I love Dorothea and Felix A rank because Dorothea, she invites Felix to go to uh, one of her opera um, opera plays, performances. Thank you. Um, and then after that, she's like, well, Felix, are you going to come? I guess you're not coming. And he's like, hold up. I haven't I haven't said anything yet. I'm coming. And she's like, wait, what? He's like, yes. That's and I'm so like, sweet. oh, he's such a sweetheart. And like with Felix and Annette, like Annette, she's so sweet. She makes up little songs while she does her chores. And then Felix, he he like catches her off guard one time. And so the first time Felix, he's like going into the gardens and then he hears Annette singing and he's like, Annette, Annette. And she doesn't even hear him. And then she turns around, she sees him. And then <laughs> she just gets so upset that he caught her singing. And then as the, like the support like progresses and whatnot Felix like he kind of makes fun of her but I'll at the same time he's like I can't he's like I find it endearing that you make up all these songs to, to do things and you're like oh Felix also um the last thing I'll say about this is that the Black Eagles house is definitely the hardest house to start with like 100% so if you guys are gonna do a Black Eagle route good luck you're gonna have to change classes um to try to make it work <laughs> Do it on your new game plus. I'm going to do that. That's the last word I'm doing, so I'll have all the power. I do think that the easiest is probably um, Blue Lions. 
Just because Dedu is, like, legit your perfect tank in the very beginning of the game, and you also have Mercedes, who is the best healer of the game. So you literally already have your tank and healer ready, and Felix just does crazy amounts of damage, and Ingrid can as well, and Ash already picks locks, and Annette is a pretty decent uh, magic user. So uh, Blue Lions is a pretty good place to start for anyone who wants to play the game. But do be warned that there is a difficulty spike. I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing, I'm making pretty good progress. I'm at the recommended level for this map. No, I, no, no. <laughs> I had to reset that map five times because I just, I realized how my units were starting off. It was completely wrong mm-hmm. each and every single time just because it was terrible. It was hard. <laughs> and I didn't realize it could be that hard, but it was hard. <laughs> be warned, Black Eagles does not have a tank. Their best, their only healer is uh, Linhart, and everyone else is just magic users. Oh, man. Bernadetta, she will, she will use a bow, and, like, then there's you. So, like, <laughs> g- be warned. Gameplay-wise, be warned. If you go Black Eagles, it's a little bit harder. I, I, I've seen Blue Lion, so I know it's a little easier. I cannot comment on Golden Deer because I have not seen um, anyone play Golden Deer, so I don't know. Um, I don't know how difficult that would be to start with, um, but... That's just my little two cents. I can jump in from there for the golden deer. So, <laughs> so my experience with the golden deer so far in the few chapters that I have done thus far. So I guess since we were talking about the gameplay of like how the house flows, I'll, I guess I'll start with that. But when I talk about the golden deer, golden deers feel pretty balanced, to be honest. You talked uh, earlier, Jarrell, about like there's no tank. Raph is your tank, man. And boy, oh boy, does he have so much health. And I do agree. He is your tank. He's better than Dudu. Sorry, Dudu. I do love you. Really? But no, he, he, he is better. He That's can take the magic attacks. He can take kind the magic of. hits. He can take like a few, like maybe one more hit compared to Dudu. But Dudu, it's oh, like okay. if there's a magic user... In the area, you're like, oh, no. Don't you dare. <laughs> and that's when I kind of deployed Dimitri. And I'm like, there you go. You you okay. go off. Do your thing. That's fair, yeah. With Ref, like, I, I try to keep him away from the magic users as much as possible. But if I have to have him in magic users, it's not the end of the world as long as he's not surrounded. So, yeah, I guess that's a, that's a good point. You know, right before you choose the Golden Deer, they tell you that archery is their specialty. And indeed, a lot of your units in the Golden Deer, I mean, there's two archers, that being Claude himself and Ignatz. But you can have all of them as kind of like archers to some degree. And there's a lot of distance. There's a lot of distance you uses in the Golden Deer. So that's, I mean, that's true to Claude's thing of like scheming, like attacking from a distance and be ready for retreat. But, you know, again, Claude and Ignatz, you're dedicated archers. Leone is pretty good with bows as well. She has a proficiency for it. So you can absolutely, you know, most people are going to class her into a cavalier, which is what I'm going to do. But I'm getting her used to bows, too, so she can, you know, hit him from a distance, you know, you know. <laughs> We're going to get into Lawrence in a second, but he's a really he's a decent magic user. and He has some good mobility. He's good because he can attack from a close and magic. Like, City is just a great mage. I can't speak to whether or not she's the best mage in the she game. She is one of but the best in the game, yeah. She is one she of the is best. The best I, but she's definitely she's, one of the best. She's one of the best because I've I leaned heavily into Annette and Dorothea and Lysithia completely outclasses those two. Oh yeah, she's a she's a magic. And if you get her buddy talent with swords, she's not a she's not a bad swords person either. So you know, mortal save into the end game. But anyway, or dancer. 
I'm the answer. That's a possibility too. Um, Hilda is a beast. People go against her and just die. They just die. Lance Axe, doesn't matter what's in her hand. They're going uh. down instantly. Earlier today, I played the Axe tournament. She decimated every, every single opponent that dared to get in her path. She's lazy, but when she tries, oh, man, <laughs> they just die. They just die. In fact, no, I'll even make the narrative that she's so good that she don't even have to try. That's how good she is. <laughs> Pretty much. Love Hilda. Like, like, legit, if I needed, if there's, like, a magic user within her range and I can... Basically, I'm like, well, I need to get rid of this magic user and whatnot so I can send in, like, to do in the blue lion route. I just sent in Hilda, and she, like, killed them in one hit. It was, like, a one-hit KO. I was like, okay. And she can double if she needs to. If she can't get with the first hit, she usually has enough speed to double them. So you're good. They're good. Not even then. But she's amazing as a wyvern lord. I'm probably going to have her as an armor knight just because that's her um, budding talent. (laughs) <laughs> which is so contradictory to her because she's so lazy and she's going to be wearing armor. Her as a warrior, though, is fantastic. <laughs> oh, that, I mean, I saw the outfit. It looks good. Like, like ha- she one-hit KO'd people. She was my lifesaver. I love her post-time skip design. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I haven't seen any of the post Aside from the house leaders, because, you know, that was in, like, preview promo stuff, where whatever. But I haven't seen any of the post-time skip for, like, any of the students. I yes. cannot wait. Well, that's probably a minor spoiler. Never mind. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I can't wait to see everyone, you know, whether they're on my side or the enemy side. I just can't wait to see them all. And, of course, I had to talk about Marianne. She's a, she is, like, um, so sweet. She loves animals. She's probably not a good heal, as good a healer as Mercedes, but she does the job. Her Nosferatu has, has, got me, has taken down a few bonus and kept her alive. Decent Lance user, too. Um, once you, you train up her talent. So I do want to make her like a Pegasus Knight, whatever. But, you know, as far as the personalities, I love them. You know, they all have their own little interesting quirks. They fit well with their house, I feel. Like, they have, like, this certain chemistry about them. Aside from I'm Lorenz, so sorry to jump in. Oh, I just thought ahead. of something. But for the Blue Lion route, <laughs> complete, sorry. No, go ahead. But for the Scott? Blue Lion route, um, all the characters are all kind of, they all connect. And that's yeah. what I like. It feels more cohesive. Like Felix's family and Sylvain's family, they both basically serve Dimitri's family in mm-hmm. a sense. They were like one of the lords and Ingrid's family. She, her family used to kind of, but also she's, in a, in a sense, she's kind of related to Felix because she, minor, spoil, minor spoilers, but Ingrid was engaged to Felix's older brother at one point in time before the game. Oh, I, I, I heard that conversation too, yeah. But yeah, so I just like the fact that in the Blue Lions route, in a way, everyone is, they're all kind of related to each other. Is that? No. Or they're all kind of like connected in a way. There we go. They're all kind of connected in a way. And so it feels, I don't know, the character interactions, it just feels more personalized compared to... It's the same it's like for um, they black know that eagles. They have their differences, and that's what I, I played through. Okay, yeah, I was I was just about to ask you that if it felt the same for the black eagles. I'm glad I'm glad that's the case. Then that all the houses, you know, all the students, you know, they're differing personalities. There's some major differences, but the fact that they all feel, you know, together, it's it's a cohesive thing. I like that. I like that flow of it a lot. You Not know. everyone, but a lot of them do have sure. like some some form of connection. Even the ones that yeah. you don't think have connections end up having connections. Um, I won't spoil one of the support conversations for black eagles but i was like you guys know each other 
other like that? What? Um, oh no, no, uh, there's, there's, there's one conversation. There's one support conversation that I got in the Blue Lion, and I just can't say it because it it's a spoiler. It's a spoiler, and I can't can, say can it. Can you tell or, me who? Can you tell me who was between? No, because that is a spoiler. <laughs> oh, got it. Got it. Never mind. Jarrell probably knows what I'm talking about, but in the oh, Lion, it is one of those. It is one of the plot points. It is one of the plot points as to why things happened that the way that they did in the Blue Lion route, and you're like, oh my god. That makes complete and total sense because yes. Anyways, continue. Yeah. No. So that's all I was going to say. Like the gold, and you know, I'm sure you both feel the same way about your um, classes that you both have mentioned as much. But you know, you feel a real connection to these students, even the ones that you know are <laughs> problem childs. You know, you feel attachment to them, like a teacher with their students. You want them to succeed. You want them to be their best selves. And there's just so many – some of them are just straight-up misfits, but you, that just makes you want to try even harder to make sure that they're at their absolute best. And, you know, I'm really, I've really become attached to my dears, and I haven't even spent the five years with them yet, but I'm really enjoying you know, hanging out with them. And I love that in support conversations. Claude is pretty much like – not not directly flirting like like a Sylvain or a Lawrence will, but he does like very casual flirts with like with, with, with like with like the girls, and I think it's just like charming. Where it doesn't even feel like he's really trying; it's just like his way that he is, and it's something that I really think is like is like um, interesting about him and funny about him that he just like well he just can't help himself. Like I he's think not, it's a defense mechanism, or that he's trying to. After playing the Blue Lion route, and minor spoiler, you do run into Claude again later on in the Blue Lion path. Mm. But he is a schemer, and I think part of it, part of like why he's kind of he comes off as being flirty, is because he does want to collect intel. Yep, yep. That and that's and that's a good way to do it, like to make people comfortable with you. Like Claude, make no mistake, I, I love the guy. But you know, he even the game tells you that like the when you're when you, uh, you first meet the house leaders at the very beginning when you fight alongside all, all three of them, if you go to Claude's description, it says he has a big bright smile, but that smile does not carry over to his eyes. From that moment right there, you know that you know he has some stuff that he's hiding. You don't know what he's hiding, but I'm so intrigued to learn more about what he's hiding. And I like that he calls me teach. It makes me feel nice. <laughs> <laughs> also, going back to the game, I love the fact that Violet um, is always referred to as teach or professor. Yep, I like that. There's as no well. genders. It's a, like it's, it's, it's yeah, it's a, it's and, a and that's what I love. I love that about the game. It's a clever way to do it, especially since this game has voice acting in a. Uh, Awakening or um, Fates, for example, there's a lot of scenes that didn't have voice acting, so they could freely call the character Robin or um, Corin or whatever you decided to name your characters for said games. So I'm glad they figured out a cool way that they could say the name of, you know, Professor or Teach, you know, so that you can still have your full voice acting while also naming the character what you want. It's similar thing with Persona 5 where all you, where they could call the character Joker, for example, because that was his code name, so it was fine. But, but yeah. So... I think we've said quite a bit about uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses up to this point. We've all had the chance to like share our, you know, general thoughts about the game. I think it's 
succinct to say that we're all really loving the game. The fact that it's almost on all of our, all three of us's game of the years potentially. The year we still have four more months, so maybe something will come out to blow us away. But we're like, I think we're this is a pretty strong game for this year. Um, I just wanted to ask either both of you if you have any like last closing comments before we call this um, three house podcast to close. Jarrell, you got any last things to say? Um. <laughs> Go play Three Houses if you have not played it already. It is one of the best games of this entire year. Probably one of the best games on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I said it. Um, I think that it just it is just a culmination of so many good things. If you love character development, if you love character conversations and support conversations, if you like strategy games, even if you don't like strategy games, I think the game is very easy and welcoming enough to help you get through it and create a situation in which you can enjoy it um, on your own. I also suggest playing it on hard mode. Um, I never thought I would or should, and I did, and I don't even think I can go back to easy now because it does add a little extra challenge and a lot and a lot of fun. Um, and it has great replayability. Um, the, the story is literally one of the best. Having played through Black Eagles and seeing some of Blue Lions... Um, I think it's so cool um, to see how exactly Dimitri and Claude are reacting to Edelgard um, and and um, knowing that the Black Eagle's house has... Dimitri, they have a bromance. <laughs> knowing that the Black Eagle's house has two different routes that you take, um, I also think that that's very interesting because some of the some of the situations that the plot throws at you in Black Eagle's have had me just like oh my god i i also cried <laughs> during plot points in black eagles just because there are portions of this game where they make you make some very very tough decisions um oh or at least in the black eagles route um and i think everyone should just give it your all and try this game out um the story is just phenomenal. I'm a, I'm a big story and character guy, and I know I keep going on about it, but it is just, it's literally one of the best. And I am, I'm in love. So please, everyone, go, go try out Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's it. Very good. Well, Christy, real quick before I go to you, you could only, this just came to mind now because Drell mentioned recommending it on hard difficulty. <laughs> um, when this game is, you know, it's going to get some DLC. I'm not going to get too much of that, but it is going to get a free patch that's going to include lunatic mode and a rumored infernal difficulty. I just want to ask the both of you: Are you guys going to try it on those difficulties when those free patches become available at some point? No. Quite possibly. <laughs> no. Quite possibly, I recruit everybody into my blue lion route because I need to protect all my babies except for Lorenz. Maybe I, he can. Oh my god. <laughs> I um. And, I think hard mode is hard. I won't. I like. I do think it's hard. I've had to replay battles a couple of times, um, and that's one of the reasons that I'm at fifty. I was at fifty hours pre time skip just because I had to keep uh, redoing things. I'm not good at strategy though. Um, I do think if I went uh, to easy, it would be too easy now, just because I literally got to time skip, done a few time skip battles, um, and it's still on hard mode. But it keeps me like entertained. I think easy is too easy. I think anything harder than hard mode, psh, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I think anything harder than hard mode, you can do it on a new game plus and it should help out. No, because I I also don't like (laughs) me personally, because I don't I one of the reasons I didn't recruit a lot of people is because I don't like to have a lot of characters to manage. Um, Yeah, I I don't like having like because right now I have 10, 10 units and two adjutants. Um, 
So, and, and that's literally the amount that I have. I literally have 12 people total. I have no more people. Um, if I had, you know, 13 or 14, that's two people that are always going to not be in battle, two people that are always not going to be getting experience. I hate not having everyone around the same experience. It's like a pet peeve of mine. Uh, yeah, the same no, you're not the only one. No, I agree. I, I can agree with that as well. That's what turned me off a lot of previous Fireman games, to be honest. Yeah, which and is that's, why it's one of my biggest gripes with Fate. That's and why Shadow Dragon. Oh, Face gives you so many. And Shadow Dragon. But that's one Shadow of the Shadow Dragon, I'm like, like, please stop. Please stop. No. No, here's more. I mentioned in the final podcast, that's why I love Shadows of Valencia. You have just enough heroes where you have like a full team, regardless with your Alm or Celica. The only time where you have too many people is at minor spoiler when the very end, when they finally get together. Now you have to pick characters, but that's literally the final battle of the game. So at that point, it don't even matter. Just pick who you wanted. But I think that if you do want to play on harder difficulty, you should do it on New Game Plus. Yeah. Because you don't, I mean, you have to recruit the characters the same way as you used to, but you have the added benefits. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we're almost done, but Chrissy, go ahead. Give your um, final thoughts on um, Three Houses. Honestly, I was kind of... I was cautiously optimistic about the game just because I was burned by fates really badly. I was, I really love the fact that for fates you were able to pick three different routes, have your own decision, whatnot, but I was burned by that really badly. And so I was very cautiously optimistic about three houses and honestly, three houses delivered and more. It exceeded my expectations, everything like the character development is fantastic. The story is well written. They thought about everything and anything except for what the heck happened to Dimitri's eye that never gets explained. But that's a minor thing. But I do like the fact that the Koei Tecmo, they did think about, hey, we we had this minor detail. How do we add it into the game and whatnot? And you're like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. Um, it's honestly, it's just the whole package. And I mean, it may not be the best Switch game to date, but it's pretty up there as being like one of the, one of the best Switch games that I think everybody should own just because it's just that great. Like, go play it. I agree. Yeah, that's two, that's two out of the three of us saying go play it. And I'm going to make that three out of three. Yeah, go play this game. And this is a really good game for Switch, <laughs> yes. too. This is, this is a really good game for Switch, too, because you can enjoy it on TV. It looks nice and cinematic. But, you know, it's a Fire Emblem game. A lot of good Fire Emblem games have been on handheld. So you can enjoy it in the palm of your hand wherever. I've been playing this game to work every day since it has come out. Um, it has been an absolute blast to play when, when, during my break. And then when I get home to do a little more, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm going to hold off judgment until I actually finish it, but it just, it, I think it has the potential to dethrone shadows of Valencia as my favorite fire Emblem game. And that is high praise. So I mean, yeah. it, it already has dethroned shadows of Valencia. I, I you just finished need it to... though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it already dethroned that the only the only game I haven't really played is Path of Radiance. So That's I need true. to play Path of Radiance to see. But for the longest time, I really enjoyed the story of Radiant Dawn until Shadows came out. And I was like, gosh darn it. <laughs> the story is so great. But yeah. now this one, it's it's better. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I Oh, sorry. Um, no, one last thing. Yeah. The, the thing is that I know... My biggest issues with Shadows of Valencia was that um, he made very questionable decisions 
and nobody really ever questioned him. And I know for the Blue Lion route, whenever Dimitri made a very questionable decision that could po- that could potentially cause people to die, everybody called him out on it. And that's what I really like about this game was that pe- the characters, they do catch on. They do call out other characters on their actions. So it it feels very immersive is yeah, what I'm getting at. I can, the I game can agree. feels very immersive from the music to the setting. They thought about the how music the is so good. Cathed- so like good. they thought about it. Like they're like, we have a cathedral there in a the monastery. So there's a cathedral. How should it sound in a cathedral? And it's just, it's so nicely packaged together that I just, I can't think about skipping a support conversation unless I've already seen it. I yeah. have to like, watch the support conversation as it plays out and the voice acting is so it. good you gotta listen to it exactly yeah, so good. fantastic do your do your thing voice actors you're doing a great job <laughs> Alrighty then i think that's a good place to go wrap this up so i'm gonna take a note from reggie here that's all the time we've got today we gotta get back to playing fire emblem three houses on our nintendo switch so we'll catch you guys later <laughs> <laughs> that was Bye. good bye everyone bye